Next. 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 What's next? Two hours. The top ten stories of the day. According to them. El Jefe. And J-Dubs. Next is now. On 92.3. Free FM. El Jefe, welcome to Next. I am El Jefe, and I think the number one movie, Norbert, is nothing more than Big Mama's House 3. And I'm J-Dubs, and I don't care as long as Eddie Murphy's in drag. It's always going to be gay if he does it. Basically. Every single time. All right, my friends, it is a countdown to the top ten stories of the day, according to us. Of course, the big question, what's next? There it is. Now, which of the following headlines will be the number one story of the day? Or will any of them? Here's what we got. Just a little bit of what's on tap for you tonight. Al-Qaeda resorts to name-calling. Mm-hmm. Kind of unfair. I got to say, mischaracterized. I don't like what they're doing. Secondly, why rape satire haters are hypocrites. I've studied this story, mm-hmm. and I genuinely believe that they are on the wrong side. If you hate rape satire, I'll say this. You're not American, and you don't know what funny is. And finally... And this may be the big one, at least as far as we're concerned. Have we finally discovered the identity of the tub girl? There's a chance. I don't know if you've been there. Uh, I, I believe only, it's back up again. Only if you're over 18. But uh, that is, uh, we may actually have the identity finally solved of who that is. Details on those stories. Uh, we're going to rank the top ten. It's you at 866-313-FREE. It's all next. Hefe and Dubs here at 923-FREE-FM. Check out the websites, too. Uh, we have our own personal MySpace. And, in fact, after the show last night, I put up the top ten in our blog section. Wonderful. My- so a little rundown for everybody. Exactly. MySpace.com slash NextRadio. That's MySpace.com slash NextRadio. you got NextRadioFans.com and FreeFMFans.com. Now, uh, just a little bit again, if you missed last night's uh, stellar show, I'm Hefe, that's Dubs, formerly of a show called The Hideout that was on in Orlando, Florida, and also to uh, 106.7 WJFK in Washington, D.C. And the big connection, uh, and you may have heard it uh, earlier today, our buddies, the Ron and Fez Show, who are just fantastic guys, and uh, we, we've been hanging out with them. Uh, all week. Yeah, all week long, and we'll continue to. We used to produce those guys, and we also followed them. Uh, like puppies. Yeah, and we still are. We're kind of hoping, in fact, to uh, continue to ride those coattails right on up here. Hopefully. Oh, boy, I can't tell you. All right, Dubs, that is who we are. Now let's get this whole thing started uh, in the top ten. Next. Next. On 92.3 Free FM, story number ten. All right, Dubs, story number ten. Gunman kills five at a Utah mall. Mm-hmm. I've now, heard about this. Yeah, it uh, it's kind of a big deal. You've yeah. seen it. And you haven't seen something like this in a while, have you? And there hasn't been any massive shooting like this. I think this guy was uh, how, he was a teenager, wasn't he? 18 years old. Yeah. It, and I this guess, is kind of like one of those school shooting type situations. Yeah, he was from Bosnia. Now, you remember whenever Columbine went down, he had mm-hmm. that rash where they all kind of happened together. Then... I remember the next big thing was a guy in Texas went into a church and shot up the church. There was one time where it happened at a Luby's cafeteria in Texas. Well, this happened at the mall in Utah. Guy walks in, uh, 18 years old, has a shotgun, randomly shooting at customers, killing five, wounding four, and ends up getting killed by the police. The thing about this kid, wearing a trench coat. It's the trench coat. 
You're blaming this on the trench coat at this point. The trench coat is definitely something that is a common denominator in a lot of these school shootings. And you go back. You look at the trench coat. It's time to get rid of it. At this point, I think you ban a trench coat because no good could come of it. Yeah, you have uh, school shootings in the Matrix. No, the Matrix was great. It was a great film. Yeah, the, the original one, but then you have these bad uh, sequels. Nothing. Who's the last guy who was really kind of famous for wearing a trench coat? Jack Abramoff. Remember, that was his big uh, thing. He's walking yeah. out of court, and he's got his trench coat on. Uh, again, if you hear anything, you want to hop in on 866-313-FREE-NEXT on 92.3-FREE-FM. So I'm looking at this thing, and whenever you're walking down the street, whenever you see an 18-year-old kid with a bulge in his pants and he's got a trench coat, you got to think to yourself, yeah. nothing positive is going to happen here. No, a trench coat always is bad, bad news. Are there other things that you can see, like you're walking around, you even look at radio, you look at all these guys hanging around here and you think to yourself, what a bunch of mongrels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that includes us, though. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, but you see this and you think to yourself, Wow, that is a fashion statement that is no good. Replica jerseys. Any kid wearing a replica jersey with a dirt stash, and I'm not talking about just the uh, regular replicas. I'm talking about the ones that, uh, like uh, the Michael Vick one that doesn't say, even say Vick on the back or like the NFL anywhere. It's just a red jersey with the number seven on it. If you can't afford an authentic, then you're a scoundrel. The number seven is on there for the price of the actual jersey. And that's what it means. Yeah, if I see a... Uh, Stephon Marbury, uh, uh, Timberwolves jersey from the 90s, then yeah, that's it. Any dream team jersey. Absolutely, it's maybe time to run. Here's another one. Maybe a fashion thing. You see, you think to yourself, okay, maybe we'll shoot up the place. Mesh hats. Mesh hat would be something uh, no that you, uh, you might, uh, think is a bad thing. If it's on like a 45 year old trucker, you know some hooker has been killed along the road sometime. Just like all across America, wherever mm-hmm. they've been dropping off stuff, they've He's also all dropped hopped off. up on lewds. Yeah, dropping Killing off. hookers, and, wearing his mesh hat. And little boys. That's the thing, just this oh, trail of bodies all along the way with a mesh hat. No good could ever come from a mesh hat. Molly Hatchet T-shirt. Let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it down there in the South. Yeah, Molly Hatchet flirting with the d- disaster uh, tour, 1987. You know that guy's holding on to that shirt for a reason. How about this starter jacket? Oh, I see a starter sh- jackets used to be something cool, and now when I what back in '90? I'd say maybe when we were in high school, '95 or something. But a starter jacket, you see that, and it's a Falcons one or it's a Cowboys one. I'm from the De- jersey. The, the sleeves are always really, really dirty. Or a Raiders shirt. Any mm-hmm. Raiders shirt, you know that there's no good that's going to come out of wherever you are. Eight six six three one three free. Again, a, a gunman in Utah ends up killing uh, five. What about if you see a guy with a big fake gold medallion? What's wrong with that? You know that he wants a real one. He's going to do anything to get that thing. Yeah, that is true. Where he's going to he's going to decide to himself or a grill for that matter. You don't trust grills? No, not at all. Why not? Why not a little metal in the mouth? What is it about a grill that says, I can't trust you? Is it that it's basically a little jail mm-hmm. uh, coming out of their mouths, and you see that, and you think, all right, on the other side, that's what you should be. Full of filth, too. Wife beater. Wife beater has always been one of those where, you know, you see a guy wearing a wife beater sitting in front of a 7-Eleven. It's in the name. You think about it, it's in the name. It's right there. I don't there. even know what the uh, real name of those things are. How about any shirt with a marijuana leaf? Yeah, yeah, if a guy's just wearing the plain, if, if it's like a Dr. Dre shirt and it has like a little marijuana leaf on it somewhere, but if it's just the marijuana leaf and some 
legalize it. I don't trust you. All right, so it turns out the shooter had a handgun, several rounds of ammunition, according to the Salt Lake City Police uh, Department. Now, the thing is, and everybody's wondering, what's the motive? Why does the guy walk into a mall and just start shooting people at random? Now, you got to think to yourself, I'm going well, I to... know we're going to blame everybody but the parents. You're right. The parents will never get any blame on this. Always go free on this. Here's who I blame it on. Dixie Chicks. Might as well. Why not? I. They were high. We brought them down. We've built them up after the Grammys. Let's break them back down again. It's time to bring them down a level at this point. At this point, it's time for us to say, you know, uh, enough for you. I got another one. If it's not good enough for you, uh, the Dixie Chicks. If we can't make it stick there. All right. Howard K. Stern. He seems involved. With in- every uh, murder as of late, he's been there. Right. Every single... Th- well... He's in, he's in the he's in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't he's, out there spinning he's that. He's impending an- doom. Just uh, a black cloud over anybody around him. Spinning that Anna Nicole money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, I just happen to be in the same mall. Howard K. Stern. Let's go to the Don. The Don, go. Yeah, what's up, guys? The next, buddy. Yeah, I just want to let you. know. If I saw a dude with a 1992 Bart Simpson shirt on, I'm hauling ass. Yeah, whenever you see... <laughs> Don't have a cowman shirt? Yeah. Whenever you see uh, Eat My Shorts, and we're here in 2007, you know nothing's good coming from that guy. He's going to ask you where he can score a little meth. Let's go to Rob. Rob, you're next. What's up, Rob? What's up, buddies? Robin Sun Allen here. What's up? So, uh, mesh hat and Molly Hatchet t-shirt, no good comes from that. Congratulations. That's got to be the line of the week. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. I swear, man. And the, the other thing, too, is like the emo kids Yeah, really tried to bring back that mesh hat look. It didn't work for them. I mean, it, it made like a, I even like uh, I remember a few years ago in the NFL draft, they brought back the mesh hat for that, and it just tanked terribly. No one wanted to wear that crap. Because here's the thing, though, when you think about it, when it comes to a shooting like this, if you remember when it was Columbine, you remember it was anything else like that, it was all about blaming... Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. It was about blaming the video game Doom. It was about blaming the Matrix. You know what I mean? What are we going to blame this on? What's the reason going to end up being? I say the BCS. I think the, the BCS, yeah. I think if they went to a uh, a playoff system, we wouldn't have had the school shootings. I say someone does that. No, so, no, 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 you, you don't. Mean? You don't. You're not. I, I'm just saying, okay, I wonder if someone did it. Thank you. If someone did it, if they'd actually change the system. If someone is decides. And, and they leave that note there saying, hey, if you would have gotten rid of the bowl system, I wouldn't have had to do this, but it drove me nuts. I, here's the thing about uh, the NCAA, not to get too sidetracked, but with the NCAA, they're so stubborn. They're so, it's all about. At some point, it's about the money and the money that you can make for each of the conferences and stuff like that. Now, I even believe at this point, it's all about, uh, no, well, we're setting our ways. We don't think you can change at all. Let's go to Jim in New Jersey. Up, Jim, you're next. What's up, dude? Yo, if you see a guy in 2007 with a pair of Zubas on, run like hell. <laughs> the Zubas, yeah, I mean, you might still see some of them on the beach, you know, of a couple guys working out out there. But other than that, Zubas are a bad, bad deal. Um, you just know he hasn't had money to upgrade since then. Why do they got to make them in those colors? I've never understood the designs and the colors like that. Why can't you just make them in black? And then nobody really know. Maybe you think it's hammer pants. You know, there's no talent. But that was that was the fun of them. They were wild. 
they they showed your personality all in a ten dollar pair of pants. Again, the number ten story next ninety two three free FM half and dubs with you is the Utah uh, mall shooting. Apparently, for hours afterwards, the police searched the stores, uh, going through the shoppers and everybody. They're all hunkered down, waiting for a safe escort out. I've always wanted to be in a situation like that. I've always wanted to be a hero like that. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be the guy who saves the day, especially being in the radio business. You save the day, something like that. Yeah, you got a good book coming up. Instant pop. You yeah. know what I mean? All of a sudden, you're going to see a little movement, a little traction there. And I always thought, you know what? Now, I don't want to be able to get hurt. But if I was in a sporting goods store and the guy had a gun, maybe I'm going and I'm getting a bat and I'm saving the day. Maybe at some point I'd be able to be a hero. Uh they also say, too, that the guy who walked in, the 18-year-old uh, Bosnian kid, mm-hmm. uh, walked in and shot up the place. His expression stayed totally calm. He didn't seem upset or like he was on a rampage. He looked like your average Joe. I think he was on the calm because uh, he was already dead inside. You know what I mean? Like, it's that. If you're getting to the point where you're just going to go shoot up random people at the mall, then obviously you're not feeling good. You're not thinking uh, things are... Uh, are, are working out for no, you. not at all. And maybe maybe he was just uh, went in there, found out there's a new mall. He hadn't been there before, and he found out there wasn't a Hot Topic, and he couldn't get an ironic shirt. You can't blame this on Hot Topic. There's no way you can put it on that. Uh, 866-313-FREE. Uh, turns out 28-year-old woman, 52-year-old man, 24-year-old man, 15-year-old girl all died in this. Absolutely Ugh. awful. Four people hospitalized. Woman in critical condition. Um you know, and it just kind of goes to show, too, when you think about it. You're not really safe anywhere. Mm-mm. So if you're not really safe anywhere, why are you kind of always in a panic over one specific thing like terrorism? You know what I mean? Your life could literally end going to the mall, driving on a snowy day in the city. You know, it could happen at any time, so mm-hmm. I don't understand that. You're, There's so many ways it can happen. Don't worry about just one. Yeah, you sh- either you're always in fear or you just decide, you know what, I'm not interested in fear. I'm not going to go be scared all the time mm-hmm. about this stuff. And here's what I also think we should do. So uh, getting rid of the, the trench coat. Let's get rid of malls. I think it's time to win. I haven't been to a mall in probably two or three years. I say a nationwide boycott on the malls. Just like there was one on MySpace. When all the stuff started coming mm-hmm. out about MySpace and the child predators and it was the worst thing in the world and they wanted to shut down MySpace, I say we now shut down the malls. Next, 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 next on 92.3 Free FM, story number nine. Dub story number nine. Now it is, uh, it is snowing here mm-hmm. and it's been snowing. But in Florida, it is warm and it is sunny. And pitchers and catchers have reported. What? Uh, it's, it's that week. In fact, I think today was the day. Pitchers and catchers, uh, they arrive in Florida. Uh, the camps open in Florida for the early arrivals. Uh, it's really. I, I think, uh, they've taken it a little bit too far now. It's something that happens every year. Pitchers and catchers always. I'm, a, I'm all for them having parades, but I don't think they need to report. What are they reporting in? Craigslist? Huh? Now, pitchers and catchers are reporting. A lot of times they'll go down early before their uh, their buddies. They'll get down there. They'll stretch out. They'll wait oh. for their mates to show up. It's it's that it's kind of it's like a yearly thing. You get down there. You get down there early. You stretch up. You're warm out. You're ready to go. I, I've never heard of this whole thing. I, I've heard of the gay pride parades. I've heard about all but, the- baseball. Oh, not interested. 
Next. Next on 92.3. I want to talk baseball. We're in number eight. We're in the city of the... We got the Mets. We got the Yankees. We got baseball. It's spring training to talk about. Pitchers and catchers. I thought it was completely something different, and I'm ready to uh, stick with that. Uh, a prison uh, time, turns out, for a man convicted of tossing kittens into uh, a fireplace. This guy... Convicted of uh, killing four of his girlfriend's kittens by throwing them into a fire was sentenced Thursday to uh, nearly a year in prison, despite the couple's pleas for leniency. So now, I, what I want to know is how psychotic do you have to be? I, I I can understand you get in a rage, you toss one kitten into the fireplace, but once you hear that kitten scream, what goes through your head to go back to the well, grab a second one, toss it? That wasn't enough. You need to grab a third one, toss it. And a fourth one into the fireplace. Yeah, it is weird where, you know, it's not just one. And you got to think. Because you can't throw four at a time. Kittens are a little bit squirrely. You aren't going to be able to hold on to them and chuck them like it's a bounce pass. Yeah, you're going to end up looking like a cutter if you're going to try to get four kittens and throw them into a fire. You have to do fire. it one at a time by the scruff. The explanation by the girlfriend was, we were both drunk. I barely remember anything from that night. So I guess it was a drunken night of fighting. I guess it was, you know, something along those lines. I don't care how drunk I've been. I would never throw a kitten into a fireplace. You know it would be healthy, uh, healthy for this couple? Something that could really bring them together? Hmm. A baby. <laughs> I think they're ready. I think they're ready to procreate. And I, so she's begging for a little leniency. This guy almost got a year? Yeah, he almost got a year. Oh, he's getting just about a year. Yeah. Killed four kittens. And, and I'm sorry, I, I couldn't say that without laughing. And as it turns out, you know, at this point, she's like, I don't know, we were drunk. I don't remember a whole lot. He All I know is the cats are in the fireplace. How about this? How about a nice job at the Humane Society for the two of them? That's where they volunteer. That's where they send them. I hope they don't have them. I, ho I hope they would say, on this one, we don't need the help. We'll do it ourselves. Now, he must be well endowed, if you think about it. Here you got a person who throws uh, four of your animals, four of your pets. <laughs> yeah, he has to be good in the sack. And he's he has to lay the pipe in a way that uh, is like anything you do is forgivable. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever been? I always wonder those relationships where you've got, you know, basically the guy who treats the girl like trash. You know, the guy that's wearing the replica jersey. Yeah, the guy who's just a complete ass. And, you look at him and you know how he treats people. And he's got a semi-hot chick mm -hmm. and he's just always running her down. He's always giving her some sort of a hard time. And you're thinking, he just, he must be fantastic. Otherwise, I don't know how the There's girl, no way you'd stick around with him. I don't know how the girl puts up with it. Now, when it comes to, uh, you a pet owner, Dubs? Yeah, I have a, uh, beautiful little dog, Cody. I, Shepherd mix. I got a couple of kittens. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I grill out. Mm -hmm. And when I'm out grilling, cooking up a little bit of chicken, cooking up a little bit of turkey, I the thought goes through my mind, what sound would come out of that grill if I put a cat in there? Now, I would never do it, but it's one of those things where you do wonder what the shriek would be like. I, <laughs> I don't know if I wonder what the sound would be, but I do look at my dog's leg, and it lays there like one of those turkey legs you find at the fair. And I always wonder... How delicious would my dog's legs be? So there you are in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, I'm watching it like it's like it's uh, a Tweety Bird cartoon. He's walking around like a little piece of chicken. Now, occasionally here and next, we like to play this little game called Guess the Race. Yes. All right. All right. You decided for the couple that mm. is throwing kittens into a fire, 
what is that race? I um, You have no clue. I don't have a clue. I'm going to say 866-313-FREE. I'm going to think that's a white person thing. I'm going to think that, because I couldn't, first of all, black people don't own cats. Uh, no? That's, that's an actual fact. Pit bulls, Rottweilers. <laughs> uh, Something DMX. Mexicans, I know this because I am. It's chickens. I mean, it's true. I'm not going to lie. I've been to Mexico. I've seen family. It's, and they're actual pets? It's dirt floors and it's chickens until everybody gets hungry or it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, that, that's insane to me that you have, you're having a chicken walk around your house, you're petting and everything because we had a pet turkey mm. when I was growing up. Well, what are you looking at me like I'm so But I we would never eat that turkey. Yeah, I'll never I, eat Tommy. I, you had a name for it, Tommy the Turkey. Tommy the Turkey. That's all you could come up with in mid Yeah, it wasn't me. All right, guess the race. I, I I would have to say it's probably white people. Although it's kittens, though. I don't know mm-hmm. what Asians do. I don't know what their thing is. I'm gonna go. Let's I'm gonna see go. if there's any curry. Stop. What is it? Do you want to know? I want to know. What was your guess? White. Correct. A white couple. What do they look like? Did he? Was he wearing a replica jersey when he was? He a- wasn't that trashy looking. He was kind of college guy-ish, you know. Probably a guy who drank too much keg beer and uh, wanted to throw kittens into the fire. I can understand that. Of course. Who hasn't been there on a uh, on a crazy uh, Saturday night uh, at any point? It's Hefe. It's Dubs. We are through ten. Through eight, the top ten stories of the day. Dubs, the phones are packed. Mm. They're absolutely packed. Uh, it is next on 92.3 Free FM. Next on 92.3 Free FM. Next. What's next? All right, buddies, everybody who is on the phone line, hang there, we'll get to you. Absolutely. Uh, this is a very interactive show. We mm-hmm. want to be with you. The, the funny thing about it, though, it's quick. It moves yeah. fast, so you got to get in as soon as you hear something. But if not, we'll do a reset, and we'll come back. We'll take your calls at 866-313-FREE. Also, too, J-Dubs, uh, maybe in the next group, mm-hmm. could the terrorists actually be right on this one? How so? Well, I'll tell you about that next. Oh, you and your teasing. A rock star's porn addiction. And tonight's feature, spot, uh, how you can spot manufactured news. We'll run through all that, but absolutely get through everyone's phone calls next. On 92.3 Free FM. Next on 92.3 Free FM. If you missed it, here's what was next. Next on 92.3 Free FM, I'm Hefe, that's Dubs. It is a countdown of the top ten stories of the day, according to us. And, of course, you. Uh, it moves fast. As soon as you hear something, you can get in. 866-313-FREE. Check out the websites, myspace.com slash nextradio, nextradiofans.com, freefmfans.com. Recapping ten through eight so far, the Utah mall killings, pitchers and catchers report. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you thought it was a gay orgy or what. But I didn't know. It's baseball. How do you not know I it's they baseball? Were at, I, you know they have gay days down nor, out in Orlando. That is true, but mm-hmm. still, come on, uh, know something. Be somewhat of a man and understand that it's time for everyone to start getting those arms loose. Ah, or something. Yeah, you're right. Now I think of it, I can kind of. <laughs> and a year for charcoaling kittens. It's at this point, um, if you had to hold tight. We'll uh, blow through the phone calls, and then we'll get into story number seven. Dubs, who's next? Dave, you're next. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, listen. Real quick, man. If you're talking about pitches and catches, I thought you still had Ron and Fez on the radio. Oh, Come on. Those are my buddies. What are you, Seriously. Yeah, I'm done with you. 
Death Metal Mo from RonFez.net. Yeah, Doma, Death Metal Mo, get him. What's up, buddy? Gentlemen, good to hear you. Um, well, you know, Ron Fez recommend you. We're checking you out. I'm liking what I hear so far. That's Thank you. And I'll be honest with you. I've seen your post on RonFez.net, and I'm just excited that you haven't ripped this apart yet. So that, <laughs> enough that you're even just listening is good for me. What do you got, my friend? Um, going back to story 10, I actually had one of those, like, weird dudes that actually wore tinfoil on his forehead because... I guess he thought he was blocking transmissions from the government. I, I thought that was always some kind of urban legend. I never knew people actually did that. Yeah, what was that? What movie was that in? Signs? Signs I, they did that. I guess it's been in a lot of them. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's right up there with trench coat. Well, you know, now I think about it, yeah, you're, you're right. Nuts. If you see a guy walking around with tinfoil on his head, I think at that point it is uh, it's time to break out. Thank you, Death Metal Mo. Appreciate it. Uh, a lot of more, a lot more phone calls to get through here. Does before we get to story seven. Bipolar Steve over at uh, FreeFMFans.com. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, bro? Uh, talking about pitchers and catchers. Mm -hmm. The Red Sox set up a site with GPS of a map of the players' equipment just going down to Florida. So, so uh, you can just watch the equipment going down there. So watch the equipment. Why the hell would you want to do that? Red Sox nation. I don't know. <laughs> I, see, and that it really isn't. I, I don't understand where it gets to the point where people, you're watching bats. Here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's like a parade. You're just watching a. Do you go online too and track your packages and set up on websites and just watch how everything goes through there? You can. Some I I have. Uh, I usually track whatever I'm uh, sending or receiving, but I I don't do it out of uh, entertainment. I do it to make sure it's not getting lost. Now, by equipment, do you think he was actually talking about penises? Maybe we actually got the whole story wrong, and the website was just set up for Red Sox Nation penises. It could be that. Dubs, you want to fit another one in? You want to move on to number seven? Let's go to Victor. You're next. What's up, Victor? Go ahead, buddy. Can you hear me? Yeah, gotcha. Hey, how's it going? Yo, back to that tossing the cats in the fire thing. It has to be a white guy, because black people don't own cats. Asians eat them. And when the Spanish guys swim over, cats hate water. All right, see, that's not fair. As a Spanish guy, <laughs> and you'd be amazed how a cat can uh, balance on the top of your head. If you're from experience, and let's not even pretend like there's water in that Rio Grande anymore. There's nothing going on there. We got to update that whole thing anyway. That whole stereotype, Dubs. Time to move on for story number seven. Next on 92.3 Free FM, <laughs> story number seven. Dubs, now it's personal. Al-Qaeda is calling out President Bush. It was a taped statement from, I guess, the number two in command. I don't know who it is. They always got number two. Mm -hmm. There's always a new person rotating. Well, in. no one wants to be number one. Exactly. Uh, well, number one is Osama. Yeah, and Number still... two keeps getting picked off. We keep killing mm -hmm. number two, and the, the new one uh, always pops up. But in this taped statement, or as I want to call it, uh, video blog, uh did Osama bin Laden kind of start the whole video blogging thing? When you think about it, like, you know he was he was up there uh, pioneering it. I, I, we like when you're sitting out there, you're putting your stuff out on the tapes. You're just sitting there talking to the camera. Mm -hmm. That kind of awe, awkward thing where you you know a lot of people may be watching. How do you but, close one of those out too? But it's, do you walk off the screen? Do you have it fade out? I don't know. Either way is awkward. So anyway, the number two in command says Bush quote is an alcoholic liar and a gambler with an addictive personality. Correction, so, he is a uh, recovering alcoholic liar. And I've never known our uh, president to be a gambler. So obviously they're way off base when it comes to this. Well, he did gamble with that trade. A 40-minute uh, audio tape released uh, overnight on Internet sites. 
Um, but yeah, it's gotten to the point now where this whole this thing has kind of devolved into name calling. You know what I mean? Where it's one of those things mm-hmm. where you're all, like when you get into a fight. And then at the end, people are pulling you away, and then you start making mama jokes, and you start yelling, you start like goofing on your. You, you don't know me. The other guy's Zumbas. You know what I mean? Was he labeled as Lonely Terrorist, terrorist Thirteen? Yeah. See, here's my question: mm-hmm. This whole video blogging thing by the terrorist is—is is it even real? Because the whole what was it? It was Lonely Girl Thirteen, right? Yeah. It was some secret spy or viral. Yeah, she was just an actor, wasn't she? Yeah, it ends up, and it was it was one of those things where she was doing a blog, I guess, a video blog. She was cute. Everyone was kind of falling for her. Like, like all the nerds online would go and they would check her out, and then it ended up that she was just some uh, some actress. Just playing. What was he? What was she uh, pushing? Do you remember? Do you was she pushing any sort of a? Gimmick? I think she was just trying to uh, break into acting and run that gimmick. All right, the number two famous that way. The number two also condemns uh, American Democrats as one of the same coin of tyranny, uh, criminality, and failure for failing to challenge the Bush policies and uh, say that, like they said, they would in the election. Mm-hmm. That I got to kind of agree with. To me, it's the same thing. It's uh, it's oranges and oranges when it really comes down to the two. The uh, the two parties here. Finally, uh, the number two says, I don't know about his present condition. Americans know best about that. They're talking about the president. Uh, they're ex. <laughs> Americans know best about that. All right, now he's talking trash about us. Listen to this. Americans know best about that as they're experts in alcohol and addiction to it. <laughs> <laughs> but the one who examines his personality finds that he is addicted to two other faults, lying and gambling. This terrorist is uh, cutting a promo on us like it's wrestling. The world's turning to wrestling. It is. You're right. He's just kind of breaking out there. Oh, hell yeah. What's he going to do, challenge him to a ladder match? He's gone down in history as one of the most... You know, President Bush is kind of the hacksaw Jim Duggan of uh, presidents. I don't know anything about wrestling. I'm going to have to take your word for it. Please do. You're right, though. He's coming out here and he's just talking all the trash. Um, really trying to put everybody in their place. He's gone down in history as one of its most notorious liars. What's the gambling thing? I've never known. Like, I knew the drinking problem. Yeah, I've never heard of the gambling stuff. The alleged uh, drug problem. You know, that was kind of... Whatever, it's in the past. Yeah, Florida. Let it be. But I never knew anything about the gambling. I mean, you believe in these guys? Well, I, I don't know, because the other two... They can throw anything they want out there. They're going to get sued for slander. Why not? <laughs> let's, let's bring a lawsuit on these bastards. At the very least, if we get them in Gitmo, we can say, hey, uh, prove this one. All right, you can't the alcoholism, the lying, but prove the gambling, and I don't know if you uh, if you actually can. Um, let's go to Ross. Go, Ross. You're next. Hey, I got two things for you real quick, guys. I heard uh, Bush's next move against Osama bin Laden is going to be to uh, leave a bunch of nasty messages and, like, gay pictures on his mind. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, He's going to uh, flood his comments. Uh, bin Laden and his thing, I heard he also gave a shout-out to the douche crier girl on YouTube. Yeah, there's a... See, there are so many of them, though, out there. You know, Fake ones, too. Uh, all over. Let's go to Melissa. Melissa and Yonkers before we move on to our feature tonight, J-Dubs. Melissa, you're next. Hey guys, how are you? What's up? Um, just wanted to let you guys know the girl you were talking about, I believe, is Lonely Girl. Yeah, Lonely Girl 13, I believe. Yeah, that's that's her name. 
So, mm-hmm. and it was like some big cover up. They actually did that um, in a movie. Or they did that as a promotion for a movie. What, yeah, do you remember what the movie was? Or was it just some it sort of like a. some indie thing or like, something. Yeah, local no, indie thing. No, it, 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 it was a movie out now. I don't know if I can see oh. it radio. Oh, no, no. Nah, if you if you Everybody. have any doubts, then don't do it. Uh, I gotta, you know what? Put her on hold. Uh, let's get Vinny to find out what that movie is. Nice. What movie could it possibly be? That's gonna you be- can't say on the air. <laughs> what's the, what's the problem? All right, you know what? Matt may have something before we move on. Dubs. Matt, you're next. Hello. Yeah, you're up, buddy. I don't know. Listen, the thing with the gambling with George Bush is he gambles with his policy. It's not. It's not like a. Like playing card gambling. Ah, you know what I mean? like, every president does. Uh, it just seems that he doesn't have the best luck with it so far. I understand yeah. what you're saying. So it's not an actual vice in drinking or it's not lies. cards. No, 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 no. It's not like a gamble bullet type thing. It's ga- he's gambling with his policies and everything else. All right. Well, then I don't know. I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping he had some sort of a Texas Hold'em addiction. Exactly. All right, Dubs. Time to move on. Uh, what's next on 92.3 Free FM? Next, 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 next. On 92.3 Free. FM. Ah, at this point, got a little feature for you. We'll get to the top six stories of the day and more of your phone calls at 866-313-FREE, and we'll give you a complete recap as well. Uh, one of the big things, though, out right now, it's uh, it's February, and that means television sweeps. Um, and you see this, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, with the reporters that will kind of chase down guys, mm-hmm. and they're on your side and that kind of stuff. We have found the perfect example of this. I, I kind of feel like it's our duty, uh, and it's not like you're stupid, but I just want to make sure that everyone realizes when you're watching a certain kind of story, it's manufactured. I'm not going to say it's fake news like The Daily Show claims it's fake news. But here's, here's what they do. They use keywords that will tip you off every time. Well, what it is, it's the television station... Mm-hmm. Investigative making, journalism. Yeah, it's them making themselves the story almost. Yeah, well, the, the story's not there yet. They're just moving it along, making it a story before it becomes one. Yeah, they're trying to become a hero. So we're going to play you a story, give you a little example. Uh, whenever you hear maybe one of these... Buzzwords. Yeah. They're, uh, they're the ones that really show you uh, that it's a dirtbag type of story. All right. uh, on your side, they're usually like Channel 5 or Channel 9 on your side. Uh, we're going to go in there, and we're going to help you out. We're on your side. Anything that's going to, quote-unquote, protect your family mm-hmm. or harm your family or your kids, anything that's scary about your children is usually one of these. Whenever they bring up their hidden camera, that's another thing that they always do. The biggest one that kind of lets you know is uh, the Our Investigation. Yeah. Our Investigation shows. Basically, us uh, creating ourselves as heroes shows this. Uh, the crime fighters, the two-year rescue, like all that kind of stuff, Jada. How about this? Anytime it comes up, one of the words, I'll help out. I'll uh, I'll hit this. All right, very all cool. Right, so, so, all right, well, here it is. Now, uh, this is, we do these. They're called Next Downloads. A little audio story for you. I think this Next is like, download. Like out of Ohio or something? Yeah, uh, out of uh, Cleveland. All right, a little feature on spotting manufactured news. On next 92.3 Free FM. Last fall, Five on Your Side exposed a major threat to your food safety. This could have been sitting in a car for a day. Grocery stores you shop in every day caught on camera. That's not uh, absolutely not what should be done. Reshelving meat that should have been thrown away in direct violation of the FDA food code. It's asking 
for a disaster. After our investigation, grocery chains promised change, but we wanted to see if stores followed through. So our consumer team went back undercover to make sure the food you buy is safe for your family. When Five on Your Side put it to the test last fall, many grocery on stores your side. where you shop failed Jesus. our test and broke the law. I really turned this on an earlier Tops, Giant Eagle, Aldi Foods, and Heinen's. We watched each store putting meat they're supposed to throw out right Ooh. back on the shelf, and we caught it all on tape. Once our story aired, Heinen's took it one step further and changed internal store procedures to ensure it wouldn't happen again. But our consumer team goes back up. Yep. Hold on. They are just patting themselves on the back for the last story they did about this. It That's is. all they're doing. It is. It's basically this. Uh, last time we uh, we went in here, we busted these people, and now they changed their policy. I'm telling you, it's this whole thing about making themselves the center of the story. Mm -hmm. They are the hero that, quote, unquote, is on your side. And it's manufactured news. The news should actually be... What you should be doing is you turn these people into the Better Business Bureau. You turn them into, like, the FDA. Yeah, you have uh, actual professionals do the investigation, the, not some slum reporter. They're the ones that go there and try to make all this happen. But And then the story from there can be if the FDA drops the ball, if the Better, Bureau, Better Business Bureau drops the ball. But it's not you going out there to try to be a superhero manufacturing news. Basically doing like a jackass thing where you're, you know, you're putting up a little hidden camera, you're running in and you're, you're running a stunt, you're running some sort of bit or something. Undercover. By your meat, it's not going to be more than 10 bucks. With our hidden cameras, we head inside stores to purchase meat. <laughs> when we get it to the car. And we're going to mark this. We do this so we can keep track of it at all times. We make sure we keep it refrigerated. A few hours Thank later, you. we head back. I just want to return it. Then we wait to see if the stores reshelve the meat we just returned. First stop, Heinen's. Now remember back in the fall, two no, of Heinen's I don't. failed it's our the fall because of ratings. This time, Heinen's throws that meat away. Ooh. We never do find the meat we marked back on the shelf. Well, certainly that would be my expectation because of the focus we brought to it. After our investigation in November, Tom Heinen of Heinen's admits there was an obvious gap in training. It helped me understand that we needed to do a better job of educating our people. But in an immediate... And see, that's the thing. They always include, well, here's what we learned from you. This is why you're here. Here's what you taught us. Uh, so great. Next time, we'll make sure that the kid that's making seven fifteen an hour will watch the whole video on how to handle meat. I love you, Five. Exactly. That's next all download. Immediate response. Heinen's implemented um, a new procedure. Service staff now marks perishables with a big black marker to ready it for the trash. As I checked around what um, people were doing previous to the report, um, that's really where I got the ideas. I said, well, let's mark these packages so there's no way they can go out. But in a new twist, we also tested stores we didn't test back in fall and found How's a, that a twist? rate. Four of the five new stores we tested failed. <laughs> there, now play from the beginning real fast. There's something with... Yeah, I noticed this when I was recording it. Let me uh, play this for you real, real quick and... Uh... I'll point it out for you. Yeah, I right, do that for me because it seems like there's like it's it's almost it's misleading in a way. Now, oh, wrong one. Last fall, five on your side exposed a major threat to your food safety. This could have been sitting in a car for a day. Gross. Now that one, the guy saying this uh, meat could have been sitting in a car for a day. Uh, they don't show him. 
on the news report. He's just kind of a voiceover, and they're just showing a bunch of meat. So you're thinking this might be an expert. He yeah, might know a little something. A doctor, a, some kind of FDA person. Mm-hmm. Then I get the printout of the story, and it says, one customer says... So they can't get any experts saying this, this is bad at all for any person. And who leaves meat in their car for a whole day? And so what? Occasionally you got to eat something that's a little rotten so you your body what? knows how to fight off stuff. I'm the one who buys that meat that's left over in the front of the uh, store that already looks partially cooked in places. You it has get... like a little brownness to it. Yeah, you... It's fine. You absolutely get it a little brown. You get the 50% off coupon and you roll from there. The two but, for ones. But it's always these things and I want you to keep... Keep a lookout for them. On your side, harm your family, hidden camera, our investigation, crime fighters to your rescue. It's all crap. Mm-hmm. It's all made-up news, manufactured news, when they easily could spend that time working on something else. Dubs, what do we got next here on 92.3 Free FM? Next on 92.3 next. On 92.3 Free FM. Stores. Store number six. Dubs, women are aroused by male sweat. Hmm. I don't know. Not what, mine. This is uh, this is one of those. Uh, what is it that you can do to get a chick to dig you? Because Valentine's Day is coming up, and you're not going to be able to get a chick. Here's what you do: you run around the block and you get a little uh, glaze going. So, sweat carries pheromones or something like that that gets these women all hot and bothered. Apparently, that's what it is. Uh, the chemical perspiration boosts female hormones, according to this. And they say that women who sniff the chemical compound in male sweat experience uh, lev- elevated levels of an important home, uh, hormone. Uh, hormone. <laughs> you got that one, buddy? Uh, along with higher uh, sexual arousal, faster heart rate, and also other effects, too. Now, there's, there's some sweat. That doesn't turn women on. There's sweat that if you found a crackhead on me, if you found a crackhead and I showed her some of my sweat, even set a crack rock there, right? she would say, no, I'm not that hooked. See, I don't think it's the smell or anything like that. I think it's the idea of a guy being athletic and not being a sloth. You know what I mean? Because I don't think any guy sweating is going to get over with a chick. <laughs> I'll tell you what. In my fattest days, I would sweat when I ate. And and not because of the hot soup or something like that. It was because it was one of those 20-inch subs, and I got that thing all the way down my gullet. I call that liquid diabetes, just flowing flowing through and, uh, you know, dampening my shirt. It's not like a chick's going to get turned on by, like, Louis Anderson flop sweat. Yeah. That's just not going to happen, so I don't know where this... I think there's definitely something flawed with the story. I know I've sweat, uh, built up a good amount of sweat playing Madden. If it's like a real close game in the fourth quarter, I start sweating like I am, uh, you know, uh, Tiki Barber running down the field. You well, know, not anymore. Yeah, you know, it's odd, though, when you think about it, too, because here's where we sweat. Video games and eating. Yeah. And that's where it is. And, <laughs> that's you know, a dangerous road. And I look at my chick. She's not turned on by that. Uh, you know, she's not interested in me worrying whether or not I'm going to be able to get that game-winning field goal. It's not her thing. Is there any bodily function of a woman that would turn you on? Not a one. Nothing at all? Not even talking. I know you're not interested in uh, being able to put together sentences Mm-mm. or anything like that. You know what I've always wished? What? I've always wished that chicks groom themselves like cats. <laughs> like, like, don't you think it'd be kind of hot if you saw it? Like, if the way girls got clean was by licking their hand 
and then licking themselves in various places just to get clean? I've seen what my ex-girlfriends have eaten, and I know they wouldn't be clean after they lick themselves. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my cats. I'm like, why can't that be a woman? Why can't, it they, why can't women at that point be able to, uh, to groom themselves like that? Next on 92.3 Free FM. Story number five. All right, Dub, story number five tonight. Valentine's is here, and divorce is in the air. Uh, it's, it's weird how we celebrate... You know, a day tomorrow, like mm-hmm. Valentine's. And you see that a lot of times love doesn't work out. Marriage doesn't end up working out. And you've got one uh, divorce lawyer who says it's a war out there. He's been in the business uh, 33 years, and he says everyone's seeking the perfect person, and he or she is not out there. Do people actually believe that there's the perfect person for them out there? They have to. I mean, that the whole, movie, the whole uh, TV show, Sex and the City, was absolutely based on that. It was that idea. I mean, it's a nice thought. It's a nice little, uh, you know, kind of fantasy, but I don't think it's true. I think one of the big problems, and I'm a big believer in this, one of the big problems is that people, they settle. Like, let's say you got five things you really want in a chick. Maybe she's got to be hot. Maybe she's got to be smart. Maybe she's got to have black hair. Maybe she's got to laugh at movies like Jackass. You mm-hmm. know, there's four things or whatever. And so you're with a chick, and she fits three of those. And you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Uh, I can three out of four is bad. You know what I mean? I can live with it. I'll, I'm willing to accept the one thing that she's not good at. Mm-hmm. You know, or the, the one thing that isn't completely compatible. But what ends up happening is in the relationship, you either try to change them to begin to like that thing, or that one thing bothers you so bad that you can't deal with it anymore. You absolutely begin to resent them. And that's where the whole divorce falling apart thing is. Sure, you can bang a chick that maybe meets three of your four categories or oh, two of your four categories. Or even none. Yeah, exactly. If you're just banging them. But you can't go off and marry them because you know at one point it's not going to end up working out for you. Um, a lot of times, too, this uh, divorce lawyer says it really depends on where they're from. If it's the Midwest, the case is going to be easy because they're reasonable. If it's New York, Jersey, or Florida... And especially Miami Beach, it's going to be trouble. In January, you get a lot of New Year's resolutions, and business picks up. Really? A, a New Year's resolution for someone, they keep it to themselves uh, a lot of times, and it's to change their life look- and to uh, dump whoever they're with. I'm looking to lose a little weight. Mm-hmm. 160 pounds. It's this chick <laughs> who's bringing me down. And She's an anchor. When I met her, she was 110. But now that extra 50, I can't deal with it anymore. I'm willing to get rid of it. He says there are five basic ways to uh, to end up in divorce court. All right, here are the basic ones. Okay. Penny pinching. So I guess if you cheat. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That can do it. Dirty downloading. I don't understand that. Every woman should understand that you're going to watch porn. A lot of times, too, porn is one of those things where it kind of keeps a relationship uh, monogamous. And a lot of times, at first, you aren't watching porn when you're with a girl because you don't need it at that point because she's still new, she's still interesting. But after a while, you need to spice it up with yourself a little bit, get some of those uh, downloads, and have your fun. False accusations and true accusations are another big thing. True accusations. I guess when you tell the truth. (laughs) You can't tell the truth about something, and that will end up uh, getting you into some sort of trouble when it comes to your relationship. And finally, being in the dumps. Uh, Being in the dumps is one of the things, if you're always down. Yeah, if you're just a sad sack all the time. I've been there before. Story number five, Valentine's Day is here, and divorce 
is in the air. Uh, 866-313-FREE, 866-313-FREE, if you can hop in. Uh, next on 92.3 Free FM. Next on 92.3 Free FM. What's next? Got your calls at 866-313-FREE, if you can get in there. Also, too, Dubs, the number one story, why girls can't compete with porn. we got a rock star as an example, and satirical rape. All of that next. Hefe Dubs, 92.3, Free FM. Next on 92.3, Free FM. If you missed it, here's what was next. At number four right now, Dubs, it is next, 92.3, Free FM, 866-313-FREE. Dubs and I with you all week long. Uh, very honored to be here with you guys. The show is a countdown of the top ten stories of the day decided on by us. And also, too, with your comments as well. Uh, we have the last night's countdown up on the blog on the uh, myspace.com slash nextradio. you got nextradiofans.com and also freefmfans.com. Uh, number seven. Bush is an alcoholic liar, according to the terrorists who basically cut a promo on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a feature on spotting manufactured news. Those keywords on those certain stories during sweep times that sweeps time that let you know, okay, this isn't real news. This is the television station trying to get over to look good for you. Uh, sweat gets you ass, and also too number five, how to get divorced with Valentine's Day on the way. Dubs, that means we're up to number four. Next. Next on 92.3 Free FM. Story number We had the discussion last night about can you make certain things funny. Mm-hmm. And we went through a, a litany of things, um, including child abuse, child abuse, domestic violence, mm-hmm. and rape. Well, th- this story kind of broke a little bit. And it's really blown up. Yeah, it's picked up big time. Uh, this is a next download that we have about a college really going crazy over an article that was written in the college paper. Next download. This is not something you take lightly. They lined up to voice their outrage. To me, this is how something as small as racism breeds. If you don't fix the problem in the beginning, you have to wait till someone in the end is hurt. The anger peaking when college junior Nikki Laporte took the mic, saying very publicly she'd been raped. I'm not ugly. I am not fat. I'm perfect just the way I am, as every other woman here is. I am not a victim of rape. I am a survivor of rape. (laughs) All right, so there's that. There's this Mm -hmm. town hall meeting, you know, I don't know what compels this girl to get up there and make this proclamation. So you're thinking to yourself, what started all this? Yeah. What possibly could have been the reason for everyone, you know, genuinely pissed and making these sort of... Uh, Just coming out and saying this kind of stuff, throwing themselves out there in front of everybody. These announcements. Next to download. The anger erupted over a so-called satire in her college newspaper entitled, Rape Only Hurts If You Fight It. I was sad, I was crying, I was angry, just so angry that it was brought out and that my history, my past, my emotions, my scars were supposed to be funny. You got a standing ovation. It brought me to tears. I'm not going to downplay her because obviously she went through an awful thing. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't specifically about her. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the article? Yeah, the article. He was writing... 
apparently it was supposed to be satirical on the news media and how they're always looking to uh, uh, make something sensational. Mm -hmm. You know, that that, that big story, you know, that we've kind of been talking about. Well, it doesn't sound good so far for this uh, article. Yeah, uh, she takes it personally, though. Next download. I couldn't believe these people were standing up for me over something I felt was just needed to be said. The forum capped off five days of a campus-wide firestorm ignited by an editorial in last week's student newspaper, The Recorder. The satire, written by the paper's opinion editor, John Petrosky, was intended to poke fun at the media's thirst for sensational stories. In it, the sophomore says, quote, rape is a magical experience that benefits society, specifically ugly women and prisoners. It's disgusting. There's no humor. There's nothing funny about it. The article has been widely condemned across campus, in classes and dorms. About 100 students protested last week. And thousands of bloggers on Facebook.com have weighed in, criticizing the newspaper. Why would the words rape is magical being allowed in a university's newspaper? All right, that was kind of funny. Just a girl yelling that, I giggled a little bit. I'm going to say it right now. you got to think, though. It's so absurd to yeah, say. It, it is crazy. It, it's obvious. I mean, hey, there's no way. I mean, you'd have to be a psycho to think this guy is actually being serious with what he's writing. It's obviously satirical. Yeah, and it's it, it just in the absurdity of the line, rape is magical. There's there's no possible way anybody would think that. You know what I mean? Yet they're walking around with this. Like it's a mission statement. Like it's, uh, you know, you're sending this off to... Uh, yeah, to, uh, to possible predators. To sex offenders. Yeah. Like some guy's going to read this in his economics class and be like, you know what, you're right. This is, a, this is a movement I can get behind all of a sudden, this rape thing, this magical experience thing. That I don't understand. I don't understand how people can read something like this and say... And take it so literal. It's the truth. It, these are the same people. I guarantee you the one protesting. Mm-hmm who would look at those who read the Bible and interpret it as the exact work, word of God and would laugh at them and think that... But they're know, doing the same exact thing with this article. With a rape article, exactly. Next download. My life was filled with horror and shame after being raped. Because it wasn't my intention to hurt people. It wasn't my intention to make girls on campus cry. It wasn't my intention, you know, to make girls on campus fear for their safety here. It wasn't my intention to make certain girls want to commit suicide over this. And what? Wow. That's what I wanted to do. And if Oops. I had realized that that would be the result of my writing that article, I would not have written it. My Bull, he is enjoying the uh, the spotlight being on him, even if it's like this. Because that's what a lot of columnists do. You say these crazy things, these shock jock things. Mm -hmm. He's they, a shock jock. That's what he is. He's writing shock jockery. All of a sudden, he's out there now. And he's, uh, he's got a name for himself, 866-313-FREE. Next to download. Paper's editor-in-chief, Mark Rowan, says he didn't think the satire was particularly funny and admits printing it was wrong. I'm not going to use free speech to defend it. Never will I do that. Um, I think it was in very poor taste, and the only thing I could say is that we made a huge mistake by uh, printing it. Why can't you? That is the definition of free speech. No matter what you say, how hard you how bad you hurt someone, you can go ahead and say it as long as it's not inciting some kind of riot. And again, it's it wasn't a personal attack. Mm -hmm. It was 
It's not slanderous maybe, in any way. Maybe at worst, a poorly written article. Yeah, I mean, at worst, he's uh, guilty of not being funny. Like Kramer with the whole in bomb thing and him and the Laugh Factory and all that kind of all that kind of uh, stuff. He didn't get over it. Wasn't funny. He didn't use it in a way. Mm-hmm. This guy was actually trying to somewhat be witty, yeah. satirical, absurd, and uh, you know, rape is a magical thing. Isolate that. No, Jared, no, don't Jared, you're next. Hey, guys. Uh, people always uh, forget that they don't have some kind of constitutional protection against being offended. Yeah. I mean, we have a right to free speech, but we don't have a right to not be offended. Well, and, but these people at the same time have the right to go out and protest it and uh, be offended, you know? That's fine. They can go out and protest, but they can't say that he had no right to do this. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he does. Have, he, actually, he has every right to do it. Yeah. All right, thank you, Jared. Uh, 866-313-FREE. This is, there's something about it. That that rubs me the wrong way. Here's what's here's what here's what happens. Here's a it, nice I, choice of words, buddy. Man, you're right. For some reason, this article makes me mad. I get mad at the victims, the rape victims. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, you get angry that pe- whenever anybody tries to uh, take someone down because they said something that they just didn't find funny. They didn't find it funny, so they're going to attack them with everything they got. It seems like you're hurting your own cause. Like you don't, you don't go after a guy. It like does this. seem like a fight that does, isn't worth fighting. You know, it, it, this thing wouldn't have gone past that week that it was in the paper if people didn't jump all over it and get pissed. Like sometimes you'll see uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton or somebody pick out this one thing that is going to be all right. We're going to rally around this issue, and here's what it's going to be. And like there's so many other things out there. This one, it's not helping. You're not actually helping the cause here. In some way, you're almost You're fighting kind of easy fight right there. Exactly. Next download. John made a huge mistake by writing that. The university president did not attend the forum, but issued a statement calling the editorial deeply offensive and hurtful and promised a review of the editorial process. I applaud you for standing up and being responsible for what you said. As for the student who sparked such a ferocious debate, he says he's planning on taking part in a rape walk and becoming more involved in attention to the crime of rape. He has been demoted from opinion editor to staff writer. No one else has been punished. Are you a bad person? I don't think I'm a bad person. I think that I'm a, a better person now than I was a week ago. I mean... I'm still a work in progress. I'm only 23. That's a beaten man right there. That guy just seems like he's got his ass kicked for the last week. Yeah, and it's just been nothing but me. And here's the he thing hasn't that, slept at all. When you piss off people, you got to go sit in the meetings. Mm-hmm. And they have to sit there. And, and they're just staring at you like you're the devil. When we got fired in mid-Michigan, <laughs> uh, when we were shock jocks, Dubs and I thought it would be a good idea to prank call a crisis center. Shock jock. And it seemed like a good idea at the time. There's a whole story behind it. We're trying to get one of those bits over. You play a soundboard. And the, everyone kept hanging up on us. So we say, hey, let's, uh, let's call the Rape Crisis Center. Or it, it wasn't, wasn't right. It wasn't right. It, it was just a crisis center. Let's call the crisis center. And they're not supposed to hang up on you. And they did. Shock jock. So what ends up happening is we get in all sorts of trouble. We get suspended. And then dubs who did it all no 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 no. it was your idea i did it sure does it was your idea doesn't show up to the meeting 
in which we all have to sit there. No, I got fired the day before the meeting. So everyone else has to sit there, and this crisis center has to tell all the radio station about what it is and how important their job is. Chuck job. And they weren't even the ones that did it. But here it is. You are, you know, all of a sudden... You have to sit there in your shame over a week, and you hear it in that guy's voice easily. 866-313-FREE. Story number four, the rape editorial outrage on 92.3 Free FM. Edwin, you're next. What do you got, Edwin? Yeah, hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hello? Yeah, yeah go. You're up. you're up. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say I agree with you guys. I think, uh, you know, by uh, making such a big deal about this whole, you know, rape thing. They're pretty much, they're pretty much not the whole rape thing. The, the 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 article again. It's a satirical article. I mean, that's kind of you know, what it is. Everybody knows that. You know, that this guy was just, you know, poking fun at it. Obviously, it wasn't, you know, a, a great idea. And he wasn't even trying to poke fun at rape. He was trying to poke fun at the media. All right, here. I mean, they're just. They, I mean, obviously, you know, the media sensationalizes rape because it's it's so easy, you know, to. To do so. Well, it's an awful act. I mean, it really is one of the most heinous acts, maybe even worse than murder. When you think, you know, the victim has to live with it for the rest of their life. Exactly. You know, you really, you really can't defend it. But I mean, by, by, you know, basically, you know, them just, you know, carrying this on, they're, 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 they're throwing it out to a whole new audience uh, by doing this. Let me show you this, Dubs. Here's a couple more of the quotes. Do we have any sensitive music or something that maybe would, or maybe if we had like some Benny Hill. Maybe if I read, let me let me read the thing with Benny Hill in the background, and maybe it doesn't sound so awful. Maybe that's what it is. It was lacking the context of, you know, of like a music or something that could really kind of set the mood. Uh, 866-313-FREE. A lot of people that are uh, lining up on the phones, if you want to get in, get in now on this story. We also got stories uh, 3, 2, and 1 on the way for you. Um, once again, kind of recapping the story, though, this kid writes a satirical article about rape, and I'm going to give you some of the quotes here in a second. And, you know, there's an outrage, and he's apologizing, and people are protesting. Yeah, and this is the article, and uh, we'll try with Benny Hill music, make, make it seem a little bit better. All right. Far from a vile act, rape is a magical, ex- magical experience that benefits society as a whole. Does it help? No, not at all. But keep on going. Take ugly women, for example. By the way, this isn't me saying it. This is the article. Just so we know. If it weren't for rape, how could they ever know the joys of intercourse with a man who isn't drunk? Oh. All right, now the guy's just being an ass. Yeah. You know, when he's... He's not being funny. He's being mean. If it weren't for rape, Western civilization might not exist as we know it today. It's quite logical. In fact, I don't understand why the settlers at Plymouth didn't do the same thing to local Indians. It certainly would have saved on shipping costs. It doesn't help. No, not at all. It doesn't make it any funnier. It makes it worse. In fact, I gotta be honest with you, I kind of feel dirty. Yeah. Alright, string them up. Maybe now I understand why it is. All right, Mike says he shouldn't have to apologize. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. You're next on 823-FREE-FM. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? I'm feeling this show so far. I've never heard of you guys, but it's going great. Thank you. All I'm saying is that I don't know what I can say on the radio, but just put it this way. This guy's a small kitten for I- not standing up for his, for his words. If you write it, you're supposed to stand up, be a man, 
and take whatever fire is going towards you without apologizing and acting like a quote. You know, yeah, if, you, if you're going to write it, stand behind it and uh, try to plead your case as best as possible because once you step away from it and say, hey, I'm sorry, uh, you're guilty. Yeah. The big thing, too, is like whenever you're on the radio and you're doing what we do, occasionally you're filling time, you're doing stuff, you say things that you th- that I'm like, oh, man, did I just say that? Is it mm-hmm. too late? I can't dump out. All right. Where I'm <laughs> oh, out here. It. I, I'm, fro- I'm floating free. But this guy writes it. He has time to look over it. He has time to submit it. Yeah, you got to stand behind it at that point. Let's go to Jocelyn in Queens. We got Jocelyn. You're next. You got to turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. All right, she can't hang. See it. And uh, we'll go to Dave. Dave in Connecticut. You're Dave, next. go. How you doing? Hey, brother. Um, when I was dating my wife, uh, she, uh, you know, revealed to me or, or said to me that you know she'd been raped by her former boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was sensitive about it. You know, I you know tried to help her out with that. Uh, but when we were going through the divorce process, she didn't said a lot of things just to get attention, and personally now I doubt that she was raped. Um, I would would say that would be a heinous thing to claim if it isn't true. And I got to say, that's that's a character flaw with you, if you think you're falling in love with someone who is making up stuff like that. Dubs, let's get to story number three. Next on 92.3 Free FM. Story number three. Next. Again, if you hear something you want to uh, comment on, X eight six six three one three free. Also, to uh, working our way to number one, and we'll give you a complete recap of the top ten stories before we get to number one. I'm Hefe. That is Dubs, and here is story number three, and this is one that I can uh, completely identify with. All right. Parents now are funding their children far into adulthood, despite facing financial hardships of their own. What age is now considered grown up? Well, uh, I always thought it was 25. It was supposed to be 25. That was what it was brought to not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm 26, and I still feel like I'm kind of leaning on my parents a little bit. So I would bump it up to 30, maybe. I'm going to say 30 just because I just turned 29, <laughs> and I'm still getting all sorts of help. And yeah, I'm always calling, saying, hey, can I bump a little bit? And I blame it on the business. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, this is a tough business to make any sort of money to support and, yourself on. And once you start feeling good about it, you know, and uh, making enough money to pay your bills, and you may take on a couple extra bills, saying that you uh, have a little extra income coming in, they cut you off. Yeah, they I, fire you. Well, the other thing, too, is... And I found this. I'm the big brother who never gets Christmas, gives Christmas presents. Oh, me too. I never, unless it's from the prize closet, I don't give a damn present to anybody. Oh, look. Here's here's some free uh, free uh, Chipotle tickets. Congratulations. Enjoy. Here's some H57 hoodie for <laughs> I hope that you can use this in a way that, um, you know, can benefit you. But at some point, I'd like to be able to say. I never give them the cool stuff like the iPod that I grabbed. Here's here's a twenty five dollar uh, iTunes gift card. I at least want to be able to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Why is it though that our generation, like specifically those of us in that twenty two to thirty range, you look at all of us and it's either living at home, mm-hmm. it's still bumming a down payment for a car, or having co signing because we've messed our credit up so bad from trying to make it on our own too early. 
So uh, now we have to lean on for another four years because our credit is terrible. I blame it on this extended adol- uh, adolescence. Well, it's it's the reason for extended adolescence is us uh, just ruining our uh, our credit and not making enough money. I honestly believe the protecting children uh, like at, from anything at an early age. You know, you're protecting them from work, sex, these kind of things. They make you grow up. Mm-hmm. You disagree with me saying, uh, all right, well, <laughs> you didn't even realize. Uh, 866-313-FREE. Uh, six out of ten parents over 50 currently help their grown-up children financially, despite two-thirds never having, uh, never having received financial help from their own parents. Um, many of them now, too, are helping out their kids so much. Mm-hmm that they don't have enough left over for themselves at home. Yeah, you're going to definitely have to probably help them out later. I have no plans of it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm like, you got a good retirement plan, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of home? Would you Because wanna... I, I know right now I really don't have the uh, do you money wanna, for that, and do you I want don't a shared plan room? Yeah, do you want a shared room? What do you want? You know, <laughs> I can make certain things happen. Um, I'll maybe do some live reads for a retirement home for you. <laughs> The amount of parents, is there any way to get the sales staff? I'll try to get this in trade. I know you're living in Texas, but how would you like to move up to New York? they got a nice home up here that I think I can uh, get a discount on. But it turns out, though, that you know parents are spending all sorts of money on weddings, mm-hmm. on cars, and the new thing, too, in addition, is you know living at home. You know, you stay at home as long as you can. My little brother right now, he's 16, maybe 17 mm-hmm. years old. The kid, there's no plan for the future. One day it's a doctor, the next day it's Air Force. You're getting there. PSA, uh, PSAT uh, scores are down. Yeah, the SAT scores. Yeah, well, there's the pre one too. Uh-huh. You know, but it. We're like, what's the plan? Well, I think I'm gonna live at home, go to the community college. You know, when did you move out? How old were you? I moved out at 18 when I went to school. Uh, I went to. I'm a parent's dime. I got lucky in the fact that they ended up paying for school. Now I think about it, man, I was spoiled. Yeah, you were, because I'm still paying off my student loan for my one-year broadcasting school. I got school paid for. I got a car paid for. But, see, that's the problem. I blame it on my parents. The fact that I'm a big man-child, I blame (laughs) it on my parents because they're always there for me. Yeah, you uh, you are bumming more money from your parents than I am from mine. Oh, easily. Well, my mom's a janitor, so I really don't have a whole go, a whole deep well to dip from. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't ask really for a whole hell of a lot. And so I always know, like my dad's never—he's got a lot of money. He's never gonna let he let me, you know, live on the streets. Mm-hmm. My mom too. There's that net right there. You always, you know, for a lot of us nowadays, you have that you can fall back on. So it doesn't make you grow up at all. Eight six six three one three free. It's depressing when you think about it. Let's go to Mark in Brooklyn. You're next. What's up, man? Hey, buddies. Welcome. Hope you guys stick around for a while. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you guys still, uh, you guys still attach your names to your parents' gifts? I wish. I'm not even home for the holidays anymore. I'm too uh, ashamed of it. So I don't even go home for Christmas anymore. I will. I'll go home. I actually had to do this when I went home over the, to Texas over the Christmas vacation. I was like, that's from all of us. That's also from the new girlfriend, too. This is the first time you're meeting her, but we all got you that Xbox 360. Enjoy. Yeah. Ed, Ed, you're next. Hello? What yeah. Up? What's up, man? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm 27, and I just think it's messed up that people of our age think it's somehow acceptable to mooch off their parents still. Trust me, I don't think it's acceptable, but sometimes I feel necessary. Right. I, I really feel ashamed whenever I have to borrow any kind of money, and I do 
pay it back slowly, but I do. But I can't go get a loan. Here's the thing. It's not even that it's acceptable. It's you're willing to live with it. And I don't know Mm. if it's necessarily the same thing because there's – there's a guilt that weighs on oh, you. Without a doubt. When you're when you're dialing that number to make that call, to borrow that money, especially, you're just like, uh, here we go again. Especially when you hadn't called them in a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because you haven't called them in three weeks. Uh and last time weeks. it was a, it, <laughs> it was a, a two minute conversation about uh next to nothing. Right. And, and now you're uh trying to borrow a grand. Yeah, it it really is. It's like, oh man, I'm gonna need some money for a car payment coming up on the fifteenth. It is the 30th. I need to go ahead and schedule two or three calls before the asking for money call because that's always the one. I've done that before, too, where I, where I butter it up a little bit with... Uh, it's like foreplay. And, but, you know, and I'll say, yeah, everything's going pretty good with money. I think I'm going to be able to make it through. And then I call back in two days. You know what? Stuff went from bad to worse. One day, I would love for my dad when I come <laughs> home from, you know, just wherever, whatever radio gig I'm trying to make it at. Mm-hmm. For him, when I leave, for him not to throw $200 in my hands, you know? Like, for him to know that I don't need that anymore. Or will I ever stop taking the $200? Will I have some sort of big contract and still think, you know what, this $200, that could go a long way somewhere. Let's go to Sean. Sean, you're next. We got Sean. Sean, go. Yeah, you're on. Hey, what's going on? What's uh, up, bro? Listen, uh, that's a bunch of crap. That this whole friggin' uh, acceptable to be living off your parents thing. Right. When I was 26, 27 years old, I had two kids. I had a home. How old are you now, Sean? And I was working. How old are you now, buddy? Uh, right now, I'm 37. See, and and I'm I'm trying to figure out when this whole thing started and when it really became more acceptable because it's fairly recent. Yeah, there's something about the guys who are 10 years younger than you, kind of like us, where we kind of miss that whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, let, me, let me tell you something. I got I got two brother-in-laws. One lived in my in my in laws house for ten years. The other one is accountant. He just graduated uh, college. God bless him. Just passed a CPA test. God bless him. They're living in my in laws house. That's a bunch of crap. You are educated. You are it's, a reasonably intelligent, uh, hardworking guy. It's time to get out. Exactly. It's that time to. Now let me say this on the flip side. I got a buddy of mine. He's been at the same job. Uh, forever. Working mm-hmm. class guy. Works, he's a, uh, a vendor, goes around, he's stocking things. He's got a really nice house. A, a beautiful, uh, house. He's making good, you know, decently good money. But, the, and he is my age. He's 29 years old. And he's been that way for about two or three years. And then I stop and I think, man, I would hate that. I would hate to own the house and be married and be way just, this- there's an anchor. Right. I just can't live with. Know that you can never get free from it. And yeah, maybe you... it goes back to what our buddies Ron and Fez were talking about earlier, how, you know, on MySpace.com and everybody's trying to chase that dream. And I couldn't be imagine, I couldn't imagine kind of being locked down. Yeah. But that's just the difference in the personality. I mean, we're sitting here chasing the radio dream. For my parents, I say this is an investment. It's an investment that one day hopefully it'll pay off. And For my it, parents, I say it's a bottomless pit that you're never going to get back. You're never getting any of this back. It's like student loans. It's free money. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, it's next 92.3 Free FM. Next. 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 92.3 Free FM. Not next worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut but are worth a mention. 
Before we get there, though, we do want to go over the stuff that didn't make the cut as we work our way to the number one story of the day, according to us. Dubs the Anna Nicole Smith's uh, 911 tape. Yeah, we listened to it. Not next worthy. Not not at all. The only thing that struck me is how calm the police are when talking to each other. She, they're like, uh, she's not responsive and she's not breathing. You might want to get over here. It looks like it's Anna Nicole Smith, and that's mm-hmm. it. Marty Schottenheimer fired uh, from the San Diego Chargers. I, he's never been able to win the big one, but I don't think you're going to get anybody better for that gig right now. Vermont College says Wikipedia is not a citable source in history papers. I guess the students there were also citing the onion. So I don't know if they don't know what exactly, you know, an education is or what. And Obama regrets saying soldiers' lives wasted. That just kind of seems like a hot-button issue. That uh... I agree with that, too. You should uh, back off of that one. I, you don't want to lower the morale. Of the, go ahead, be against the war if you want to. But you don't want to lower the morale of the troops and what they're personally doing over there any more than you have That's to. That's one of those things you say it and you're like, oh man, where's my personal dump button? As opposed to who wrote the rape satire. Next, 92.3 Free FM, I am Hefe. That is J-Dubs, 866-313-FREE. MySpace.com slash next radio. Dubs, we are now at story number two. Coming up, we will recap... 10 through 2, get all your phone calls and all those, and then we'll give you the number one story of the day according to us. First, though, you got to get to number 2. FM 2, story number 2. Dubs, this one actually, I don't know how to feel about it. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Okay. Anthony Kiedis, Red Hot Chili Pepper star, says he has had to wean himself off of an addiction to Internet porn when he realized that his obsession was becoming unhealthy. He says he has an addictive personality, mm-hmm. and it was kind of driving his seedy interest into cyberspace. He had to stop before it was a major problem. He said, when I finally got a computer, I discovered the limitless world of pornography. I realized the feeling that I was having was like the one that I used to get when I'd go score drugs. I actually had to make a commitment to myself Felt wonderful, didn't it? to stop. I don't know if this is if this is good or if this is uh, like disheartening. I, it, it, I don't think it's a harmful uh, habit to have. I, I mean, if you're uh, going to your Best Buy and logging onto those computers and downloading clips, okay, yeah, you have an unhealthy addiction to porn. But if you're just getting uh, hours on your own computer and doing your thing, fine, yeah, you can uh, do whatever you want. I it's do, not hurting anything. I do remember a story about a guy who had to go to the library, and he would do it in the yeah. library under his starter jacket. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would lay that over his lap and rock it that way. Um, I got to tell and you. That was one of those investigative reporting things where they were watching to see what people do on the li- com- uh, computer libraries right next to the kids. Instead, it's, hey, uh, get out of here. Why don't you just uh, beat it? Uh, not literally, but... Get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate internet porn. I do know that much. I love it. It is the it is the best. I don't ever buy it, but they do have those wonderful things called 10-second clips. And they they put the, the best parts on those five 10-second clips. You line up about 20 of those, it, it does take a good, like, four minutes of preparation, getting ready for your it just hammering seems, at home. It just seems like you're lining up. Uh, it's too much work. You know what I mean? It it, it it starts off as kind of difficult, but you get the hang of it. You become a, a working machine. 
You know, you, you have one hand working the mouse, the other hand working other stuff. Right. It just it seems like it's nearly and, impossible to to pull off. And what's the worst part about a porn? The bad parts. The like the the parts of just the guy. You you're pre-watching every little part before you actually use it and you are editing out that kind of clip and you're getting different chicks every 10 seconds. 866-313-free. It's next. Story number two. Anthony Kita says he was hooked on internet porn. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you. Mm -hmm. The signs of addiction. Have you ever neglected anything so that you could have your quote-unquote personal time? Well, uh, every time I go on to pay bills, I'm, I go on there, I'm like, all right, I got to pay this American Express off, get the visa paid down a little bit. Uh, I hit the favorites, and I see some of my other favorites okay. on there other than my bill paying. So, so I go to those, and uh, two hours later. <laughs> you're, first of all, two hours later, what are you doing? What's wrong <laughs> well, with I'm you? Finding the, I'm finding the perfect clip. See a doctor. To, uh, <laughs> no, I could, I could finish in ten minutes, right. but I'm finding that perfect clip. To uh, make sure everything's good and uh, I feel good about myself at the end of the day. Uh, you shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't when you're going to pay off your thousands of dollars in debt and you get sidetracked for two hours <laughs> by 10-second porn clips. I should shoot myself because I have two hours to waste on watching Internet porn a day. I guess if you do neglect something to run a batch, you... You have an issue. You know what I mean? I guess you do have an addiction. I know a lot of times I put off working out. Like, I get my workout clothes. Mm-hmm. See my body in the mirror, and I'm thinking, it needs a little attention. That <laughs> needs a little attention, and maybe I can kill 15 minutes. The problem is, you do that, you don't want to go work out anymore. You know what I mean? You kind of feel you've already got those endorphins released. You don't need to go get them from working out. Whenever you're in a very, very long relationship, you actually put off sex to uh, watch your Internet porn because you, you you tend to have more fun with that. You know, you... you be, I would have loved sex with my ex-girlfriend if I could have done it in front of the computer. That would have been wonderful. But no, we had to do it in a bed with nothing but white walls around us. And each other's eyes, which we didn't oh. want to look into. I'd be looking out the window. See, I have certain days when my hopefully, Hopefully some hot chick walks by with a dog. I have days with uh, my chick where she's going to class. And the days that she's in class, still going to college... Those are my days. Otherwise, I know. See, my chick also gets offended. Like, she went through this whole thing, too, where you can't have the porn. You can't do the porn. I, like a, a, an insecurity type thing, almost. You know what I'm saying? Where what is it that those girls have that I don't have? And it's different parts. They're different. Yeah, I, I, every girl's different. You know, you may be better. I don't know. I haven't been with this girl yet. Uh, I've also. But I'd like to think about it. I've also, too. Uh, put off babysitting. I've neglected babysitting. Uh, and maybe I had an addiction at that time. I've never told you this story, and I'm not really big on admitting it, but I'll share with you. Okay. When I was a, I was at, it was that year, uh, that summer between freshman and sophomore year in college, and I had just discovered the internet and what it could do, like Anthony Kiedis. Mm hmm. And at the time, I was kind of in charge during the day of taking care of my little brother. Yeah. So he was a You found meat spin finally, and no, you, you had not, a party with no. it. So, you know, he's three, four years old, and it's a long day in El Paso, Texas mm -hmm. at that time. You know, and I got to pass the day. I was always excited for 3 o'clock to come around 
when Power Rangers would come on. And I would leave him downstairs while I went upstairs to handle my business. Now, Watching I, Teletubbies? Sometimes, no. Sometimes I'd leave the door open. We had Why? A, we had a, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, the back door. Ew. No, 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 no. The back door to the house where the pool was out there. And so I was such an awful babysitter. But I think maybe at that time I was so obsessed with what was out there, mm-hmm. I can understand where this would happen. And but this, Anthony Kiedis is see, a that, rock star. See, that's why it also, I don't know what to make of it, because he's a rock star. He's supposed to be able to get any chick he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's not even satisfied with that. This has to have chicks worried. There's no way on earth you will ever be able to keep your man only interested in you. Why try? I don't get it. it. It's not a threat. Actually, it saves all kinds of threats because there's times where you're like, you know what, I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to try to cheat until you sit down in front of that computer for a good hour and a half and then you're like, you know what, I don't want to shower. I don't want to uh, put cologne on. Right. I don't want the bother. Have you ever done that thing, too, where you're, uh, where you're with yourself and uh, everything's done and you feel guilty? It's almost like you no. like you did I'm cheat. Proud. No, 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 but it's like you did cheat. Like you had the idea of cheating and then you were like, "You know what? Maybe I maybe I do this instead." And then when you're done, you're like, "Man, I'm glad I didn't cheat." And you almost get this guilt factor going into no, it. No, I don't feel guilty. I just feel like I dodged a bullet, you know? I yeah, I I don't feel that it's it's a bad thing that I did. 866-313-free. It's next. On 92.3 Free FM. Next. 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 On 92.3 Free FM. Yeah. If you missed it, here's what was next. <laughs> All right, Dub's about to get to number one, but first we'll recount 10 through 2. 10 was the Utah Mall shooting. Nine pitchers and catchers report to camp. Oh, I really didn't get into that one because Dub's thought it was some sort of a party, a gay party down in mm-hmm. Florida. Uh, eight, prison for cat burning. Seven terrorists resort to name-calling. They call President Bush a an alcoholic, a liar, and a gambler. Yes. Um, the feature tonight was spotting manufactured news. Six, chicks dig male sweat. Yeah. Five, how to get divorced. Four, the rape satire. Three, parents paying for grown-up children. And number two, Anthony Kiedis's porn addiction. We'll uh, bang out a couple calls here, Dubs. 866-313-FREE, then we'll get into number one. Mike, you're next. Oh, yeah, Mike. How you doing, guys? Hey, buddy. I got to tell you, I love internet porn. You can't beat it. Yeah. But let me tell you, those 10 oh, clips, that's a thing of the past. Why? How's that? What's the new thing? The new thing is they have these sites that are just dedicated to free porn. There's this, uh, I don't know if you want me to say a site over the radio. If it's clean. What? If it's clean, if the name's clean, go ahead. Name, name's clean. My free pay site. All you got to do is plug in your... Email address, boom, you're connected. Not a penny. Hour-long movies, any porn you want. And I know there's some free password sites, too, where the people post their passwords to uh, sites, and then you use those and get the whole movie, too. You see, I'm never yeah, going to tr- trust any of that, because you always got to think to yourself, is a scam. Someone trying to get my information? Something going on there. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, you're next. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, fellas? I like the show, man. Thank you. All right, um, I want to comment on the parents paying for the kids. Right, and helping out their grown-up kids. What do you got? You know, I'm not trying to make it a color thing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that'd be happening with the brothers, you know what I mean? Why not? Because it's just that we, we always depended on ourselves. Like, 
Our parents brought us working at the age of 16 and keep working from there. So we're very dependent on ourselves. So I just like Well, maybe like one day you'll be lucky enough to mooch off your parents. You know, I can see the point, though, Jeff. I can understand what you're saying, whereas, you know... Yeah, I mean, white people are raised kind of to uh, mooch off their parents and then leave them out to dry. Uh, it, it seems like other races, they depend on their parents less and they take care of them better. Yeah, you know that that's that's what that's what I mean. So I'm just saying, you know, maybe they get another way of saying that. Right, because I am with my mom, you know, and I'm a bachelor. I get ass every night and everything. <laughs> All right, why the brag? And we're gonna yeah. go home and sleep in the same hotel room. We're not we're taking <laughs> that Jeff in Jersey as uh, as his life mate. All right, Jeff, thank you, buddy. Time to get to the number one story of the night. Uh, it's next on 92.3 Free FM. Next, 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 next on 92.3 Free FM. <laughs> Mother keeps girls locked away from the world for seven years. Wow. Three girls were imprisoned by their mother in a house of incredible filth for seven years, may never recover from the ordeal, according to experts. So they've been locked away, and now they may never uh, get over it. They uh, won't be able to be functional. The girls were shut away from the outside world, existing almost in complete darkness, playing only with mice and communicating in their own language. Basically, so they were, how young were these girls if they uh, really didn't know how to communicate in English that well, that they had to create their own language? Well, one of them is 21. Was it Pig Latin? One of them is 21 now. So that means she was 14 and she was the oldest of the group. You're an oosh day. Dude, that hurts. I know what that means. Uh... When they were discovered in their home, apparently at like all along, mm-hmm. they came from like a smart upper middle class suburb family. As it turns out, the mom after a divorce loses it. She was a lawyer. She literally suffered a breakdown where she kept all the blinds shut. She removed all but one light bulb from the house. And when the victims were finally released, uh, they had white skin, and they couldn't actually endure the exposure to the light. They mm. say that the damage may be so, like, they can't repair it. It's so bad as far as their social psyche, their physical development. They're calling it catastrophic. And that the likelihood of them ever making it out of this, it's not going to happen. It just It's almost, you're giving up. You know, there's nothing really we can do to help these because their development was stunted so bad. I know this is pretty bad, but it's also kind of good. Seven years. Think of the crap that they missed. They missed some crappy, crappy years. They, But they also, too, missed out on development. They missed out on, uh, you know. Their... They missed out on the uh, sitcom Joey. For that, it's worth it. I, I would be locked in a uh, in a house for seven years if I never had to watch that piece of crap. I think you're downplaying it a little bit. I think you got to understand that if you're locked up in a house with mice mm-hmm. and no light... You don't have to watch Deaf Poetry Dram. So I think uh, I'm happy with that. I got Yeah, Deaf Poetry Dram uh, is awful. Here's the other thing about that, too. Uh, my ex-wife loved it. And I'm thinking, wow, what have yeah. I ever seen you? Where you want to actually sit down and make time to watch <sighs> Deaf Poetry Jam. 866-313-FREE. Uh, in the first few weeks after their release, they were hiding under a bench in a kitchen uh, in the therapy center because it was the darkest spot. They couldn't endure light. They had not felt sunlight or fresh air for years. 
I'm telling you, what you got to do with them? You got to put them back. Yeah. It's like Shawshank Redemption. They're not able to survive on the outside world. You know what I mean? It's like at some point they go out there, they're not going to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to function in society. You got to put them back in that dark house, don't you? I would, well, I mean, that's where they're comfortable at. That's they let them talk in their own language, do their own thing. Give them a couple more lights, and maybe you can now wean them into a normal, normal life. After- but hey, good thing they miss David Lee Roth on the radio. <laughs> yeah, if you, I guess if you uh, slept extra long, you missed him too. Uh, I took a long nap and missed it. I, even after, <laughs> why would you? Like we're in any sort of place to judge. Hmm, I'm not judging. <laughs> even after a year of therapy, the oldest daughter, Elizabeth, now 21, is so disturbed that she stands only on one foot for long periods of time, staring at the floor and often bursting into tears. How about you get her a job as a flamingo girl? Maybe there's something that, I don't know. It's that or you put... Because she's uh, standing on one leg crying? I say make a better stripper. Well, at some point, you got to imagine... That pale white body kind of draped over you, crying with her one leg, using that knee. You have no heart. You absolutely have no heart because this is a story... These girls have no soul. Jesus doesn't love them. They should be strippers. Stop. Chuck Jock. I don't know why you would take it to that level. But you look at it. And you think, all right, I'm locked up in a house. Mm-hmm. I got no light. I got mice to play with, and I got like I got feces everywhere. There's literally poo everywhere, and you can't. There's nothing. You ah, can't. that's why what you meant by we finally found Tub Girl. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe <laughs> that's who these uh, who these girls might be. Eight six six. Uh, three one three free. The number one story of the night. It's a disturbing one. Yeah. On a lot of levels, and when you really genuinely stop and you take a look back and think, for seven years, like they don't know. Yeah, about, some mom just lost it. They don't know about the war on terrorism. I mean, they were young anyway, but a lot of these things they would have found out about. They would have been aware if they were able to leave that house and be in some kind of contact with people in the last seven years. You know, there's uh, there's some of these things that you know they just don't know about. Let's go to uh, Brian. Brian, you're next. What's up, buddy? Um, I want to comment on this. I mean, it's a very, very tragic thing that mm-hmm. has happened. I mean, it's terrible. But from a psychologist's viewpoint, this is a great opportunity to study some of these disorders that are going to come out of these people. Well, you know, you're right. As an, an movie now. Yeah, as an anthropologist, you look at this and you're not, you know, you could never say, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to grab three. How do you even remember that? Chick-a-pay. You're going to grab three, you know, young kids and mm-hmm. lock them up in a dark room for seven years. You could never get that sort of funding. But you're right. You can learn about the human brain and even how it can digress after seven years of just being alone. With with, with with all the, the human rights laws and everything, we we literally can't do studies like this. And it's but sounds, you're you're set up perfect for one. Yeah, it, it sounds terrible, but this is like a psychologist dream come true, you know. No, you're right. I mean, if there is some sort of bright side, but what do you learn? Like, where do you go from there? It's do you then wait? Like, how will this affect the next uh, group of girls that are locked up for seven years and not knowing the world? How do you even do that? All right, Dubs, time for the next episode. What's coming up? Next. 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 Nine, two, three, three, FM. On the next episode. Here are some of the stories we may hit tomorrow. You may hear uh, also here on 92.3 Free FM. 
man wins a million dollars here in a New York State Lottery scratch-off ticket, only has a year to live due to lung cancer, asked for the lump uh, sum payment to get treatment, and the state said no. Ouch. They might reverse this if people uh, if, get yeah, pissed. If there's a big enough outrage over it, absolutely. I say give him the money. He won it. He needs it for cancer. He's not using it to buy a, a stupid yacht. To help control the spread. Named Lucky. Ironically. Ironically. Uh, to help to control uh, the spread of AIDS in Thailand, the government forms a special task force to patrol the streets on Valentine's Day mm. and detain people under 18 if they're caught after 10. The teens will be reprimanded and their parents will be called. So it's a curfew on Valentine's Day to stop the spread of AIDS in Thailand. Dick Cheney's national security advisor, John Hanna, says the uh, administration calls 2000 year, 2007 the year of Iran and indicates that the U.S. Uh, will probably attack. It's looking pretty good like it's going to happen. Over the last couple of days watching CNN, it looks like they're building a strong case to take uh, to the U.N., well, even if they do that, I doubt they're going to even go there this time. Well, if you don't get it right the first time, you always got to try again when it mm-hmm. comes to intelligence. He's the same guy, apparently, this dude, who wrote the uh, the draft for Colin Powell's infamous uh, UN speech. The whole weapons of mass destruction laying out the whole thing. And Nike celebrates the 25th anniversary of the Air Force Ones with customizable, handmade Italian uh, Italy uh, sneakers. The sneakers come with crocodile skin, Anaconda skin, among other things. You can also add an 18 karat gold um, embellishment jacking up the price of nearly two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Coming up, you got Love Line. Uh, also, two wake up in the morning. O and A, the Dog House, the Apollo Radio Chick, Ron and Fez, Ben and Teller. We'll back after that at ten. Until next time, Hefe and Dubs on 92.3 Free FM.